if you could only see what I'm looking at, this video, uh, Donald Fagan on the piano, looks like a twig, Walter Becker standing behind him, and then a cast of a few, several, just getting down. This is Steely Dan in 1973 in concert, and there's nowhere to really begin with them. Just a ball of energy. Welcome to the Tom Dupree Show. Uh, we've given uh, Elizabeth the day off, and uh, Missy Clifton is sitting in, and she has her license in running radio show she got it on the internet uh it it, it happened very quickly oh you are funny she, you she, are she funny did it. i mean so you know I, it's gonna be a great show be kind uh, folks yeah. i have no idea what i'm doing she yeah well she actually does but anyway so it's gonna be the two of us and now i will start with the bible verse uh it's philippians the first chapter from the New Testament, um, starting at uh, verse 3. This is the English Standard Version. I thank my God, thank my God and all my remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine for you all, making my prayer with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. And I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. It is right for me to feel this way about you all because I hold you in my heart, for you are all partakers with me of grace, both in my imprisonment and in the defense of and confirmation of the gospel. That's the Apostle Paul writing to the church at Philippi, uh, the New Testament, first chapter, third through seventh verses. So uh, one of the things that we kind of have as a theme on this show is information and we try to talk about information that you may or may not be hearing, or sometimes it's information that you are hearing, but that you might be being told how to think about it uh, in the way it's being presented in the uh, uh, incumbent uh press the 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 press that is out there and that everybody reads no matter how much they complain about it people still watch cnn not everybody but a lot of folks and then you got people that watch fox news and and nbc and msnbc so one of the things that those of us who went through covid and then the elections of 2020 began to really understand was that lots of information about lots of things was being suppressed. And um, it was 
pretty obvious. Now, every good businessman, and this quote came from Shaquille O'Neal, but he attributed it to Jeff Bezos. Shaquille O'Neal, of course, was a famous basketball player, and he's now worth half a billion dollars in his business ventures. And he listened to Bezos, the founder of Amazon, closely. One of the things that Bezos said about the customer base, you cannot lie to the people. You cannot tell them things that that are fabrications, untruths. Excuse me. Because if you do, they will find out and then they will crucify you. They won't just stop doing business with you. Over time, they will crucify you. Our press in league with our government, in league with many in big corporations, decided, you know what? We have enough people on our team to basically circumvent that rule. No longer do we need to worry about telling the people what is the truth. We can bend the truth to our uh, narrative, and there is not going to be anybody out there to counter our argument. We can shut down all means of free expression. We can intimidate We can kill people if we have to. And we can freeze their bank accounts. We can make it hard for them to work. We can cancel them so that they lose their jobs. Persecute them in their places of work, in their schools. And we have all the marbles on our side. Same thing that Jesus faced. At his crucifixion, there was nobody on his side, including his disciples. So what happens is the Bible describes that there's a great falling away. People began to realize it's fruitless. We can't win. And they quit. But it's funny. At just the time when they start to quit, there's a sea change. Something happens. Something like a resurrection that just happened recently on Easter Sunday. In this case, and it's interesting because I look at uh, culture, the things that we deal with on a daily basis in the news, almost like what they call these big uh, tectonic plates that are under the surface of the earth, but they collide with each other, and when they do, they cause earthquakes. And they have what they call tectonic shifts. It means it's a shift in the landscape because of these plates colliding with each other. And one tectonic shift that we have seen here lately is this Elon Musk takeover of Twitter. Now you say, well, I don't look at Twitter. What does that mean? Well, I'll tell you what it means as I can see it. Twitter has been the place, it's the official de facto, de facto go-to spot for many people 
to posit their views, information about what they're doing, information about other things, and kind of give their feed, sometimes on a daily or many times a day basis. And the way Twitter has evolved is if that feed that somebody's trying to give doesn't coincide or is not congruent with the way the narrative is supposed to go, you can be pitched off Twitter for an unspecified offense. Case in point, President Donald Trump kicked off of Twitter. So how can that damage somebody? Well, the way it damages them is that it takes away an outlet. It's as if it takes their podium away. They can't talk anymore. They have to go find another place that's going to have fewer ears listening. So I think just at the time when so many people decided the game is fixed, we'll never fix it. It will never be able to make headway against the game being fixed. Something like this happens. And it's big. I, I, I mean, I think you can't even, again, just like, just like you said, you know, whether you're on Twitter. Are you Twitter, on Twitter? I am not on Twitter. I was, and I, I, I got off. Um, it just, it's just not for me. Um, I mean, I may I, need, I need to go look up your profile. I need something a little more, uh, just something a little more meat to it, not just little sound bites. It just, they're, they're, I just need a little more meat. But okay, let, let's just back up just a little bit. Uh, whether you're on Twitter or not, I think everyone agrees. Did you ever put anything on there that was like really no, radical? It, it was sports stuff. I, you know, oh, I was okay. doing it for sports, but um, I think everybody agrees that mif- misinformation is a serious problem, right? So you know, pretty much, I think everyone agrees that misinformation spreaders maybe need to be identified because if, if there are life and death decisions that need to be made and you're only getting, you know, you're only getting one side of the story, the question always comes, you know, becomes is who is that exactly is spreading the misinformation? And if obviously censoring opposing voices isn't moving the bar anywhere of convincing anybody of the opposite side. Well, all it does is radicalize those, exactly. those voices that have been, silenced exactly I, I could not agree with you more you want to look at completely marginalized people go to a holler in eastern kentucky in some of these counties where everything has passed these people by coal is gone been gone you know all the government programs that they could get haven't haven't moved the needle and it's total despair and now the drug situation has taken over and this is a marginalized group. They're not black. They're not gay. They're not uh, Hispanic. They're they're white Americans that are at literally the bottom of the socioeconomic ladder, completely in this country. This is what happens to marginalized groups. So they say, "Oh yeah, they're just hillbillies," you know. And they got Trump uh, uh, flags out in front of their uh, uh, trailers. Well. You have marginalized these people, pushed them into a corner so far. So go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, no, it's, it's, I, it's, I, I've always told, uh, you know, my children that I believe things are always in a state of equilibrium, that when you go too far one way, it, te- you know, society will tend to push back and, and, you know, get you towards the middle at some point. So, 
Do you, you really it, believe that? I do. I, I think if you've only heard one side that. of the story over and over and over again, just naturally you start questioning. That's that's you're assuming there that people are basically good, and uh, I used to believe that, but I don't anymore. But well, anyway, go anybody ahead. Anybody any to to try to extinguish critical thinking by just shutting people up is is not the way. But all right, that, that's that's for that's that's a that's a bigger topic that we probably could just you know spend a lot of time on. I think it's interesting. All right, so so let's say so forty four. What is it? Forty four billion dollars, right? Um, and I It'll think end it, up being more than that. All right, so I think people wrongly wrongfully believe that probably Elon you know Elon Musk is just going to pull forty four billion dollars out of his pocketbook and pay for it. No, no. That's that's not it's not it's not going to come from a bank account. That you know that's just not how any of this works, right? Um, he's going to have m- friends. Finance. I thought he had two hundred seventy billion in cash. Oh, I'm I'm sure that he does. I, I think the question. No, is I'm not be sure how, that he does. How he finances <laughs> it is really. He's got a bunch of stock that's at an elevated value. That's where his net worth comes in. It's going to have to be borrowed money or money from partners. Well, so so the question will become who really will own Twitter, right? Well, I guess. I mean, you know, the the ostensible buyer right now is Elon Musk, but I'm I'm whoever owns it, he will retain control. I'll put it that way. You know, W. T. Young financed this library over here at UK, fifty five million dollars by putting up I don't know five or ten million dollars of his own and putting everybody else in the deal, and he got his name on the library. I mean, it's it's highly conceivable that Musk could put up a fraction of the $47 billion and still get his name on the deal because he structured it in a way that made him the controlling guy. Okay, so you've probably read some or seen some of the funny uh, videos and, and uh, characterizations of the Twitter employees just absolutely falling apart over this whole situation. So Bloomberg <laughs> is already reporting that Twitter's um, source code has now been locked down to make it harder for any of the current employees to gain unauthorized access oh, to the gosh. system and make changes. I mean, so, so let's, let's just, he, this Put man, bugs in it. this man inherited like 7,500 far left Twitter employees. Oh, I, the I board owned a total, all the board members owned a total of less than a quarter of 1% of the daggone company. I mean, it, it was not being run like a business. He can monetize a lot of things Twitter does and create revenue streams. He can create a subscription service. I don't know. Well, I I, I, I can't imagine that, you know, th- this man is, for all the controversy that's already, you know, surrounding uh, Twitter, you, he's going to fight. He's, he's going to have to deal with the external attacks from the media, government, uh, AOL, the big tech giants. You know, and it's also relying on a third-party uh, infrastructure. So what, what happens then? What do you mean a third party infrastructure? Meaning that that you know he they, they He's ha- buying the infrastructure. I mean, but the DSL we're talking about, and maybe I, it's probably you know beyond my it's probably beyond my. You're talking about the way it does it. Hosting providers, oh, app stores, email services, you know everything that that Twitter, you know those are other pieces and parts of the system that that. Well, I'm sure he will. It's not. Com- it's, it, it is totally and completely dependent on third party infrastructure. So is everything else, though. So, so if it gets attacked at a certain level, you know, where... Well, I mean, just, okay. It, it Probably some of it is is certain 
proprietary source code that is not open source. But I mean, we're getting into computer weeds there. Yeah, yeah so. you're going to go under attack because you're changing something that has been one way, and you're going to change. But it's clearly it upset there, people, and well, so well, okay, there, there, there will be there'll be counteractions. Every time you do a big deal, there is always almost a fifty percent chance of failure. There is no lay down deal anymore where it's a, unless, you know, and maybe he sees that this is that, and he's seeing things that I'm not seeing or you're not seeing about the deal. Well, if, if his goal is to, and I'm not to say protect, but if it's to be a part of free speech, free thought, and the free flow of information online, then thumbs up. He's a businessman, Missy. He's looking for money. I, okay. I mean, you don't buy a deal like that if you're not going to make revenues. Of that, that's a $47 billion hole in your portfolio. Not everybody can do those, you know. What? So I, I was reading Apple. <laughs> Apple's market cap is like $2.7 trillion. Yes. So, you know, I'm, I'm just kind of wondering. You're you wondering know, why they didn't buy well, it? No, I'm just saying I don't, I don't think for a second that they wouldn't ban a $44 billion app like Twitter um, from their app stores because they – I don't know, could find something else or create Well, I mean, else. they have all kinds of conservative apps that are on there too, though. Bible and, apps. And, and it, it would be a good thing. Actually, I I believe that the fragmentation. <laughs> the gabifying of Twitter. The decentralization of, you know, the social media into some of these other competing and more, you know, interesting or, you know, personalized uh, platforms that suit. Harder it. to get to. Well, maybe harder to get to, but you know, that, that that's I mean, a good thing. Know, that that's a good thing that you wouldn't have this, this lock hold on, um, you know, you know, like, like Facebook, you know, and Twitter, you know, those, there should be competing online platforms. But the whole point of starting a business is to have something that nobody can compete with. Well, I think I, mean, I think, you know, I, think get, I think Getter Parlor, um, some of the uh, oh, say so what was Trump's Open Truth? What was it called? Open uh, Truth Social. Truth Show. Truth Social. I, th I think those will, those will probably. I mean, you know, <laughs> he's a sure businessman. He's doing this to make money, and he thinks it's he thinks it's a good thing for society. You know, I personally think he's diversifying because he's going to figure out one day people are going to figure out that. Tesla is a company that sells 50,000 cars a year and has a market cap of six GMs. I mean, I think he's buying into something else and, and starting to diversify his investments because he knows that Tesla could go down by 70%. Well, the, the, and it could the the fun videos of unlocking all the people that have been pushed off of Twitter for the last two years um, is, are is, they already getting unlocked is yeah, yes, absolutely. Tucker Carlson is back yeah, on. What yeah. about Donald Trump? D Donald Trump, Tucker, Carl Tucker Carlson. Trump a lot says of he the... won't go back. <laughs> of course he'll go back. I mean, you know, that's like saying, it, I'm not coming back to your party. You're not serving my kind of bourbon. I mean, and just, I mean, I actually may I mean, just, I, I may get back on just to, you know, uh, oh. do, do, the, do the popcorn and, and, oh. and watch the, watch the, watch the stuff fly. Okay. So I, I don't know. What was the announcement know. you were supposed to make? <laughs> are we going to do that in the second hour? Yeah. Second, second hour. hour. All right. Second half. We're, hour. yeah, we're, we're whacking, we are racking up, racking up and wrapping up this first segment of the Tom Dupree show. Time yeah. to cue some music. Elizabeth always starts <laughs> back at the beginning. <laughs> I, I just picked it up where the song, she probably won't like this. All right. So the fact is. We would agree on the, the 
the agreement that it is a tectonic change. We know that. Don't, they can't see you nodding. Oh, sorry. Yes, I'm nodding. Yes, it is a tectonic <laughs> change. <laughs> because it's got people talking and because it's got people thinking about it. She was sitting there nodding as if the <laughs> microphone would sort of pick it up. <laughs> anyway. All right. So we'll come back with some more <laughs> profundities in the next half of the uh, first hour. It's the Tom Dupree Show. And uh, check us out on the podcast at DupreeFinancial.com. News Radio 630 WLAP. Yeah, right. signature on the fly. That's what you're listening to. Genius. I mean, that, that's like going from 6'8 to 6'9. I mean, they're, they're changing the beat, the, the time signature of the music. That's more of Steely Dan. That's the album Gaucho, uh, Time Out of Mind. It came out in, uh, I think, 1981. Um, I remember there was... Uh, well, anyway, it, it was just, and then that really was some of their most stylized music. Then an album called Asia, AJA came out. And, uh, then, uh, Donald Fagan in 82, 
uh, made his own album called Nightfly. But this might have been 1980. Um, you're changing the whole time signature. You've got this thing going. And then, anyway, I, I think it's kind of tectonic myself in the way of, of music. All right, so. <laughs> Wait a minute, hold on. Uh, I've got to tell you, at Dupree Financial, we love music. And Tom was traveling yesterday, but um, I was trying to get Mike to listen to uh, Bico. We were doing a little Peter Gabriel walkthrough. Sure. And uh, Bico was one of my favorite songs. It's a good song. And he's like, Bico, what is Bico? I'm like, it's one of the best songs. It's named for Stephen, Stephen Biko, Biko, who was a, a, a South African activist. 1977? Yeah. He, he died brutally in the hands of police. Right. Yeah. Apartheid yeah, right, right, sort right, of right. thing. Anyway, um, it was good. Yeah. yeah, there's also a guy that wrote around there called Jimmy Cliff. And, Love Jimmy Cliff. And he uh, wrote, you know, he was a big guy in South Africa. So... All right. What was so, that breathy in South Africa? Well, I don't know. I mean, I I, I have a <laughs> problem getting it all moving the same direction. I, I'm not your size, okay? Like maybe uh, 2.8 times your size. Okay. So, therefore, it, it takes longer for it to all go the right direction sometimes. All right, all right. All want right, to get a visual of that? All right, I, I know where I want to go this, this right, half. Go. You, you can, okay. Well, I'm going to just come out there and say it. We would have been better off today if we had done nothing. Yeah, regarding right. COVID two You're years right. ago. Exactly right. Exactly you know, right. You know, oh, and that news is totally, coming out. Not only totally right, exactly right. That that news is trickling out in pieces and parts. John Hopkins study, New York Times even got in on the pieces and parts. You start putting it all together, um, and it's 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 a it's a very ugly picture. Um, there and I, I almost am laughing at some desperate attempts of recent to, to pull the whole doom and gloom. Be scared of make everybody. It make it entertaining. Yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying that I'm, I'm. It almost, it, it's almost comical. Um, how the desperation of trying to get that. If you that can't thing. stomach crying, then you got to find something to laugh about. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, and that's, that's what you got to do because it, it, it was the most god awful. Waste of freaking resources, stupidity, and money, and money, money. And, and not just money, money, human lives, waste of human lives, and and the things that were done. And to me, maybe half of those deaths or more might not have even been from COVID at all. It was from something else. Uh, you know, and yet they're calling it that because there's money in it. It's just like when we talked about it two, uh, a couple of weeks ago about right. the abortion industry. Why does anybody do any of this stuff? It isn't because they hate kids and hate babies and want to kill people. It's because they get paid. I mean, we're talking it's all about, about the freaking yes. money. The schools and hospitals that took CARES money. That's C-A-E-R. The, C-A- yeah, the, the, the CARES money, which was... The, came under stipulations which literally meant that required school districts to blindly follow the CDC and provide incentives for hospitals to use treatments um, that that only they dictated and nothing no other no other early treatments that have been shown were completely effective were allowed by this if you accepted this money you could not talk about this okay. and you you had to actually pay back the money if you took it and you, you weren't following the, the narrative. So the point 
and this is what we've, you know, tried to do over time, is that when the average person has no uh, recourse, when the average person feels him or herself completely victimized and beat down upon and denied uh, due process in the in the court of life, if you will. Um, the victors, quote, begin to overreach. They begin to get sloppy. They begin to do things that you probably shouldn't do. But since they feel they have no one to answer to, they do. And they did. They did in the whole COVID thing. They left a trail that anybody could find. Same way the election was stolen. I have. They left a huge trail of evidence. It People say, oh, well, it didn't happen because no court of law has accepted it because the judges and all the people Ooh. were paid not to, you know, speaking of, I see just, it. I just read but that a the, judge, a judge uh, would not allow the tweet that Hillary Rodham Clinton put on Twitter that said Trump was there was Russian collusion that they wouldn't they wouldn't admit that into court. Well, I'm sure. But the, the if you think the whole system isn't semi corrupt or if some cases wholly corrupt, you know, that's why people listen to this radio show if there was n- or and others like it, many of which are better than this show. I have a vote of no confidence for all FBI, FDA, or CDC. That's I not to give... discount the fact that there's good people I, there. I get that. That's like saying all mankind I, is not... evil and always. It's not always completely true. There are good people. But, you know, they, they a lot of times aren't the ones running things. Well, so okay, you know, let's let's just. I mean, I, I'm I've been laughing on uh, just you know scrolling through Facebook. They have had a live feed for the poor Johnny Depp trial, his defamation trial. For I mean, you you you, there's nothing that you you miss. You are in the courtroom watching every gesture, every word, every wiping of eye, boohoo. You know, I mean, everything. And it's, Why would it's, that be? Well, it's just it's sad because I sit there and think about um, that. There was no one allowed for, I can't ever pronounce her name. What is it? Ghislaine Maxwell? Ghislaine. Ghislaine Maxwell. There was nothing allowed in that trial. You know, that trial. All you got were some, some draw, you know, some courtroom renderings, right? Everything was So wonder why. Was it a state law from one state to the next or? No, I, I, what, I mean, what I don't understand is, is that, so you've got, to me, it says it's a little more, it, it points at a, at a. At a bigger issue, there that, was a certain outcome that was yes, desired. Yeah, the for, FBI, the FBI raids Epstein's private island. They confiscated all his computers. They capture something like twenty thousand really images terrible or, images. Right, exactly. Of, of see, th- this is the thing that really evil, corrupt people do. They can't get away with just having sex with the goat. Oh God! They okay, gotta take, stop. Stop. They stop. gotta no, take no, pictures no, of it no, and put it. You, you gone too far. I'm serious. I mean, no. I'm, I'm telling you, you that. His you elect- see what I'm saying though? They have to. It's like they revel in it. It says this in the Bible. It says that not only will they sin, they will revel in. It. They're gonna show okay, whatever. You see what on, I'm saying? Th- these, these but, are, but do you see what I'm saying? It's okay. like it's like I'm not only gonna do this thing. I'm gonna show you that I did it. Okay. That's, so they. It's uh, clearly that's the problem. Perverse and. Yeah. Yes. And, and and this is not for decent society, but at any rate, What's no one anymore? no one was arrested. 
not one that single a, what arrest. the hell are you kidding me you had that much information you, I mean, you went into this private island. You got all of his electronic devices. You you took his computers. You put this woman on trial, and no one was arrested? I know. It's that's, just... That just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Okay. And then I remember So seeing, what is she being tried for? Like human trafficking? She's, it, it's already over. I've forgotten the... What did they put her... I can't even follow this stuff. Yeah, I, it, it, is she sentenced to prison now, or... Heck if I know. I, I, well, I then it's I, not over. I stopped she watching hasn't it. been sentenced. I stopped watching because I was waiting for fallout. No fallout occurred, and I thought, this is just can't be one <laughs> other instance of nothing. At least justice. I didn't say the F word. Remember when I, mean, I said, you know, I, months ago, this I is said, radio. justice It's not prevailed. Howard Stern. I just want justice to prevail. That's all. Well, but, you're going to be waiting. Yeah. Well, okay. All right. Let's back up. I remember sending you a video over a year ago, and it was um, the... Do you remember every video you've ever sent me? Not, well, some, but a few. God. Okay, but it was Stephen Hahn, who was the director of the FDA. Lord. And he was passionately, he was a Trump appointee, and he passionately, now, now I'm switching over to the FDA. Yeah. So FBI, FDA, CDC, this is another one. He passionately said, unequivocally stating, the FDA, under his watch, would not approve any emergency use authorization for any COVID possible vaccination until significant safety data was provided. He was passionate. He wanted people to know that the FDA had the, the public's best interests in heart. And bam, he resigns in January 2021. Well, let me ask you this. Replaced by Janet Woodcock. Let me ask you this question. Ask me. What happened... Whatever occur, whatever happened to a thing called honor? I don't know. I, I, as I said, I, I, I do you know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about it, your word being who you are. When this is something I learned in Dr. Harrison's class at Sewanee. I was like, who's Dr. Harrison? Charles Trewick Harrison. Okay. Uh, he'd be 130 if he were alive today. Probably 150. I remember videos. I do not remember any teachers I had in at college. All right. Well, this is a teacher that I had. And he quoted the poet Ben Johnson, B-E-N-J-O-N-S-O-N, English poet, about either before or after the time of Shakespeare, 1500s, 1600s. Ben Johnson would have been considered one of the greatest English poets and playwrights, if not for William Shakespeare coming along around the same time. But Ben Johnson wrote some wonderful plays. But in one of the lines, he says, Speak that I may see thee. Your word is a door into your soul. If you have an empty soul, you will have empty words. They will not be words that anyone can put any weight upon. You will tell people you're going to do things that you don't. And you know what? It won't matter to you because you have an empty soul. And we live in a day and age of empty souls. I mean, T.S. Eliot wrote about it in the early 1900s, over 100 years ago. He wrote a, uh, uh, a poem called The Hollow Men. Uh, and he quotes Conrad uh, from the Heart of Darkness. Remember, Mister Kurtz had all the skulls of of uh, the um, Africans 
around his cabin. It was all about power. And this is the thing. I think there are people in our government, in the certainly in Planned Parenthood, that like counting how many people they've killed. I, I swear, it can only be that because when your soul is that caved in, it turns positively evil. And then you begin to revel in the sin, just like Epstein. I mean, I'm not meaning to... I'm talking theology right now, but Missy, this is theology that we're dealing with. You can't just say it's just aberrant behavior without tracing it to some kind of theological root. Well, you know the you know some of the people that were harmed the not even the worst the, the people that were harmed during the Pfizer trials. Janet Woodcock, who took over from Stephen Hahn, she said she would address them. She would give them a voice. She would not leave these people who. I hate to say they sacrificed themselves because they thought they were doing for the the greater good for the, you know, for their, you know, for their fellow human to be a part of the trial. And they were, they were hurt badly. And no one, no one is advocating for them except for somebody like Ron Johnson, um, our, um, what's his name? Thomas, what's here from Kentucky? Massey. Massey, uh, Rand Paul. Um, giving these people a, a, a voice. I mean, they, they, they've been, they're, they're just sacrificed. And Janet Woodcock said that she would give them, she, she would look into, she would look into the people that were harmed and continue to look into it. And she would, she also was the, she was a main person who was sandbagging uh, early treatments that would have helped people. So you're right, looking into her, I, I'm not sure what her motivation was. What's everybody's motivation? Money, career, whatever. But the really deviant people behind all this are the ones that are truly evil. You know, you and I look today at the pictures of these basically young kids in their 20s that are now being called the butchers of Buka, uh, the, the behind the, the Russian soldiers. Slaughtered. Right, right. You look in their eyes, they don't look evil, they look vacant. They don't show any. They look like a kid that's been playing video games for the last three days. It's it's the people that are manipulating them. They, those are the ones, and they will be held to account. You know, it, it, if it's God in heaven doing it, if we never get to see justice here on earth, if we have to live through the the millennium and the and, and the uh, Armageddon and whatever, because these events are unfolding. God will bring all of these people to justice, and it'll be a horrible. That's why it says in the Bible there will be gnashing of teeth. It's like when you realize there's a place in Revelation where it says all the leaders climbed inside the cliffs and said, rocks, fall on us because we cannot stand to see the glory of God. We can't. We don't want to deal with the truth. And I, I, I don't know. I don't. A lot of days I don't want to either, but I know that's my only route. Well, that's that's deeper than where I was going. I, I honestly just want to say I didn't think that politics belongs in public health decision making. And I. I mean, you know, in the but but the, it is. It's all about control. Well, that's right. And and the CDC has certainly that's made that. That's why there's politics well, they, there. They 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 are the definition for a political organization. And control as much is about people's health. hearts and uh, minds. And people's hearts and minds is theological. Everybody that's mad at the Florida judge for those that that 
still want to wear their mask, freaking please just wear your mask and let the rest <laughs> of us move on. But everyone that's mad at the Florida judge who ruled against the mask mandate last week, they should be mad at the CDC for implementing a policy and making it political because they had no real evidence to come up with it. I know. They, 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 it's, it's, y'all, that, that, that ship sailed. They, they have no evidence that that actually worked. Right. I, I'm, I am, yeah. And, oh, and so the, <laughs> and the New York Times also just dinged them uh, not even two weeks ago for withholding information. So two full years into the pandemic, this agency is leading the country's response to this, <clears throat> this whole public health emergency that they've concocted and has published only a fraction of the data that they've collected because they are too scared of how it will be, quote unquote, interpreted. What does that mean? Misinformation. That's misinformation. Exactly. They don't want you to know what's really going on. The reason I talk about theology is it's people's hearts and minds. They don't want you believing in God. They want you believing in government. And if you put your belief in government, this is what That's you get. That's exactly right. That's exactly the, you. They want they want you. They are, are all of these acts, and, and including our great state of Kentucky, by the way. Um, you know, Andy, thank you, Andy. Um, <laughs> he is he is part of the partnership between the National Governors Association and the World Economic Forum. And through this association, Kentucky has accepted money through the American Rescue Plan Act of 2021 which came with federal strings. And those federal strings were you, you follow the CDC's protocols without question and you push the vax. So anybody wonder, want to know why the, that, the Kentucky is the way it is? It's not just because he's Democratic. It is because he took money from the American Rescue Plan Act of 2021 that came with strings attached. So Of course it did. And so, you know, like we said, it's always with these people, it's about the money, it's about what, you know, how can I advance my career? And, I, th- uh, I think we have covered about. Yeah. <laughs> about as much as we can. <laughs> Woo. Now this would be hard to I'm dance. taking a nap after this. this. Well, we got another hour to do. What? This would, this would be hard to dance to. Because listen to what they're doing. They're changing time signatures. This is so good. We're not done yet. We're going to listen to Steely Dan for another 24 seconds. 